Welcome to Make the Grade with the success doctor, Stephen Green, where you'll discover actionable strategies to help your student to reach their academic goals, to excel at standardized testing, and to plan for the college admissions process painlessly. And now, here's your host, Dr. Stephen Green. And welcome, everyone. Stephen Green, the success doctor. Yes, this is the Make the Grade podcast, and I am so happy that you're with us today. I have a very, very cool guest today. Really cool. So this is a podcast, right? I'm thinking, what would be the coolest thing to have on a podcast, but an expert in podcasting? Who would have thought? Who would have thought? So I found one, and I we're kind of like networking friends now. It's really cool. I'm going to introduce you to Rena McGill. Rena's company is called Podcast EZ, like the letter EZ. Rena, how are you doing? Well, I'm doing fabulous now, Stephen. I'm here with you. That's right. That's, you know what? That's the most common response I get. We are together. <laughs> You're fired up. From oh. ah, coughing. Listen, <laughs> yeah, let me tell turn. the world a little bit about you. Now, Rena actually has a very serious and a very good business. We're having fun right now. We're going to have more fun. But Rena is the CEO of Podcast EZ. She's got 35 years plus career in new product development, operations management, and marketing strategy. She's built an award-winning interior design and furnishings firm in the resort industry, which I want to talk about. I'm jealous. She's developed CoreLink and CoreLink University with ever-expanding resources and tools to deliver great customer experience and is now dun, 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 partnering <laughs> with podcast masters Rob Greeley and Mike Vidrami. And believe me, if you know anything about the podcast world, they are two heavyweights. They are two heavyweights yes, are in the indeed. podcasting world. Hall of Famers, literally, there is a podcasting Hall of Fame. Uh, and she's creating and growing your own podcast, and it's never been so easy. Full service, in-depth, quick start training, pre- and post-production, distribution, and ongoing support. Basically, if you can <laughs> say it, she can make you famous. Rena, okay. Yes, Ready? sir. So listen, you know, listen, obviously this is like my episode 180 something. I'm probably off a little bit. I love podcasting. I think it is cool. I think you can give anybody a voice. All you need is to be able to record yourself and get it out there. Right. Um, but there's a right way to do it and probably a not so right way to do it. So why is. you got a cool background, you know, you resort. I hear resort industry. I'm like, man, I want to go work in the <laughs> that was resort. Fun. Yeah, why am I living in Philadelphia? I could be living in, a, I don't know, wherever, Mexico and some resort, <laughs> the Dominican Republic and chilling. I ain't getting paid for it. Yeah. You so, might as well chill while you work, right? That's exactly right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> well, when you enjoy your work like this, you never work working. a day in your life, that's exactly my friend. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but what, what, seriously, what got you into podcasting? Why, you know, you're, you know, you're kind of in your next stage of your career. Yeah. Right? So why podcasting? What, what was the uh, revelation that got you to this point? <laughs> well, you know, it's interesting. As with many people, the pandemic changed a lot of things. Yes, it did. Yes, it did. My entire professional career has been about providing ever-expanding resources and tools for brands. Hmm. What I saw in the midst of the pandemic, as I moderated groups, sat on boards, talked to people who were looking for the solution to get out of the, the challenges that they were facing, was fear. 
I'm a huge believer that fear and gratitude cannot exist in the same place. So when I saw the fear in the eyes of the people I was talking to, they were concerned about, am I prepared to be fully online? Do I need to pivot? Do I need a plan B? If so, what does that look like? And then, interestingly enough, the common thread that found its way into those conversations was, gosh, I know I need to be podcasting, but it terrifies me. Again, back to that fear comment, right? Interesting. Do I um, have the time to step out of my core business and jump into something that I'm very unfamiliar with? The process of production and uh, post-production of a show and then getting it distributed frightens me. It's, yeah, sure, it's a money thing, but it's like social marketing. I know I need to be out there, but I'll do it later. I'll do it later. Well, anytime you put yourself out there, there's some risk of uh, criticism and uh, whatever. I mean, that just comes with the territory, but well, I get what you're saying. Well, of course. And over time, what I have, you know, realized is that if you are creating your own podcast, if you're doing everything A to Z yourself, Mm -hmm. the lifespan is usually six to seven episodes. People get burned out. You know, if, if that is not your core business, it now takes you out of the business of doing business and be, makes you a marketer. And I have, <clears throat> I had a gentleman reach out to me who said he had 18 shows under his belt. And episodes. I said, that's fabulous. How can we, you know, why are you calling me? How can I assist? And he said, stick a fork in me. I'm done. I have just <laughs> lost my focus of my business. So that gentleman said he wanted to bring uh, his business to podcast easy. So what, what gets me up? That was my aha moment <laughs> where I just went, there is an absolute need for this. And I knew the right partners to bring to this team to execute a perfect customer experience. Because at the end of the day, if the client does not feel that they're, they've built a relationship with you, and you've got their back, and you're going to get them where they need to be on on the airwaves, so to speak. Yes, yes. You know that's that's what which, which which is fantastic advice in any vertical. Yes, I mean that's just Absolutely. not that's in any customers any support. Hey, did you know? <laughs> podcasting is the fastest growing medium to be able to tell your story and to connect with your audience. Did you know that? Why, yes, I did, my friend. I thought, I thought you may. I just <laughs> thought it might be an interesting way to bring it up. Yeah. Um, so so let me let me let me say two things, and I, I want to hear your opinion. Of course. Yeah, listen, it isn't easy to sustain a podcast. I mean, I'm in like my 170th, something like that. Which, you by know, the I, way, congratulations. That's amazing. Thank you. I mean, it's over about four years. I've had people with me from yeah. the beginning. I got new listeners. Thank you, audience. Thank you, everyone. Um, but, you know, sometimes it's, you know, you, you, you got to think, you got to be creative for content. Yes. And I have a blend. I have a lot of solo episodes. I've also got a lot of with guests and the guests I think are more fun than listening to myself talk. But um, in the end, to me, 
It's about delivering content value. I want people to listen to this and say, wow, I didn't think of that before. Wow, that's something I can do right now to help my business. Wow, that's something actionable that I can do to apply right now. That, that's yeah. one of my themes, providing you with actions to accelerate your journey to success. Mm -hmm. um, I don't want to be negative, but let, let's, let's go this direction first. Somebody says, I want to start a podcast. What yeah. are some of the biggest mistakes you see people make that they should avoid? Oh, boy. I mean, it could be a long list, and we only have about a half hour, but <laughs> if you could limit it to maybe three, <laughs> just for the sake of time. Because obviously, if you're inexperienced and you don't know any better, you might be thinking you're doing the right thing. But, but what are some things a new podcaster should definitely not do? Like, what are some best practices here? Well, first of all, it comes down to branding. It all starts with branding. <clears throat> well, actually, I'm going to back that up. <clears throat> and I am going to say it starts with discovering your why, right? Some people jump into this process and they have never taken the time to pull back the curtain on why they're doing what they're doing. And they go into it a lot of times chasing a dollar sign <clears throat> instead of ch chasing the thing <clears throat> chasing the thing that is going to get them to success and honestly get them flying out of bed every morning. Like the sun yeah, get, is up and their, I'm get, ready to. And they're a little more passionate about what they're doing. Yeah. And I, I think that that is often a missing components hmm. because the reality is <clears throat> when you define your why you're then returning to the basics of attracting and retaining customer relationships because you care and your passion comes across to your prospective clients. And if you believe it, they're going to trust you. And then you start to build the foundation of what, you know, where you're going with it and where it's going. Whose this is where the touch. messaging is so critical. <laughs> this is where the platform do the messaging because there's things you can convey as a podcaster to your potential clients, your yes. audience, your listeners, because you're able to emote it and you're able to speak it and, and with better elocution than you can, let's say, in the verbiage on a website. Yes. I mean, you could have a video on a website. Somebody could argue that. I, listen, I'm, we're totally on the same page here because I've yeah, been doing this for are. many years. Yes. But yes. I think it's important, especially for novice people to understand that. Now, um, I think you're going to answer yes. I'm going to ask you this question anyway. <laughs> Do you believe that a podcast is a great way to sell merchandise to an ever-expanding audience? Absolutely not. Hmm. No. Um, I have more people come to us and say, I need to sell more product. So I think that's why I need to have a podcast. And what I like to tell people <clears throat> is if that is your main goal, your audience is going to tune out before you've even got them. So they don't want to be sold to. They don't want to be sold. The right. rule, the rule of thumb always, always, always is content, content, and more content. And then it has to be valuable content. Yeah. And when you do that, when you create something that is sticky, right? Mm -hmm that leaves your audience hanging, that makes them want to come back for more, um, you've got them. It's your hook. And then certainly at the end of your show, you can 
you know, put up your website information. If you've enjoyed the content you've been listening uh, to today, to right, blah, right. blah, blah, right? Mm -hmm. So, <clears throat> but it starts with the content. So let, let, let me, let me break one thing down because yeah. in my world, my podcast is the extension of my business offerings. Sure. But I know people and I've, I know people that podcasts are just hobbies. They do. Mm -hmm. like I know a guy who's uh, just into fishing. Yeah. So he created a podcast about fishing. Yeah. Now, I, I, I'm not even sure what his career is. He's in something financial. He clearly gets way more excited about fishing <laughs> than he does about what he does in the office, <laughs> but the same principle. Not unusual. With, Right, right, right. But the same, right. the same principles hold true. Yeah. Is that, I mean, if, if you're going to do this, you got to yeah. bring some juice. You got to bring something to the table. Yeah. Because there's a gazillion people that could talk about best uh -huh. business practices. Right. And some can be more exciting than others. Um, and I think the fact that you brought up branding is a brilliant idea because people don't. Well, this we're not really here to talk about branding per se. Sure. But but you're absolutely right. Branding kind of establishes your core identity as a business. Yes. Right. What your mission is, what your what your market is, what your people you're trying to appeal to are, and the podcast just becomes an amplification of that. Correct. Um, when, when you, I'm trying to think of the best way to ask this question. Of course. Do you observe, or how much do you observe, as people mm -hmm. podcast? I think mm -hmm. they get better at it, just like everything else in life, right? Sure, they do. You start out, you're a little unsure of yourself. Maybe your mm -hmm. mic isn't as good or your sound mm -hmm. isn't as good, your audio, your lighting. Mm -hmm. And I think then people sort of grow into sort of a mature point where they've got all the tech side down and they're not nervous speaking and they've gotten over whatever. They get a rhythm. Anxiety. Yeah, get a rhythm. Mm -hmm. um, at what point do you want to be introduced to a, a new or potential or existing podcaster? You want them right from the beginning so you can groom them? What's what's the best place for somebody to start actually? With it's all stages, Stephen. It's rather interesting. <clears throat> we have people who've never picked up a mic. I think you know over the last two years, people have become more accustomed to stepping up to the mic, maybe turning on the video camera. You got the Zoom generation. <laughs> exactly, right, we are right, the right. Zoom generation, Zoom right? Gen, Zen, Gen <laughs> Zoom. Yeah. Yes, right. and I and I think that removed a lot of the fear of okay. the process, right? So certainly those people are approaching us and saying, hey, you know, I, I, I don't think social media is the end all be all for me and I need to step into the world of podcasting. Mm -hmm. So we recognize that with Podcast Easy. And so I'm a real big believer in having uh, the most experienced team you can have serving the client and then having systems and processes in place that literally take them step by step by step towards the success point, the first trigger point of getting their trailer launched, right? Every one of our clients is matched with an expert producer. Why? Because these guys have walked the road before you. They understand the pitfalls and <clears throat> there's some comfort having somebody take your hand and say, okay, if you do this, then you'll get this. If you do this, then you'll get this, right? And walking them through that process. At the end of the day, it's about the customer experience. We also have clients who come to us that have been podcasting for years or been on YouTube creating shows for years, but which not- is, Which is sort of a parallel thing, but not yeah. exactly the same. 
right. Right, right, right. But they're looking to t- leverage their bo- their voice through mm-hmm. a variety of mediums and tap into audiences that they're not currently tapping into through YouTube got it, got or whatever. It, got it. Yes. So uh, all stages. And it's because just because you've been around a long time doesn't mean that you don't want the help to take care of the busy work of podcasting, the the post-production, the distribution, the, you know, all of it. Well, that, <laughs> so that's that the they, stuff that's, that's hard if you don't know how to do it. It's very time intensive. Yes, that a I lot can of tell people, you is true. A lot of people think they can do it until they step in and it's just, it's, it's too much. Mm-hmm. It's like, do I want my core business or do I want that? And you alluded to this friend of yours who, you know, likes to fish. That's not his core business, but it's his passion. So we're seeing that people who have their core business, but their, their passions, like what gets them up every day so they can get to the end of the week and go play for the weekend, work hard, play hard. Right. And um, look, I believe great podcasts are story-based. Now what you're doing right here, for example, is story-based. You're tapping into your, to people who have had successes in different fields and they're telling their stories about what, how they find success, what they can do to help others find success. And they bring you along. And it's, you know, when you talk about the foundation of a brand story, it can look so many different ways, depending on, you know, who you are. But at the end of the day, don't people want to just like peek behind the curtain? You know? well, I, I, in, in, I think, I mean, and I've interviewed and gotten, I've done surveys with my audience and my listeners trying yeah. really more, what do they want to hear? Sure. Um, but I think, I think there's a couple different categories it falls into. Sometimes people just mm-hmm. want expert opinion. Sure. Like, I don't want to have to learn this all by myself. Like I need a coach and this is an easy way to get a coach. Mm-hmm. I think another thing, sometimes people just listen to podcasts for entertainment. Sure. I mean, there's like mystery ones and yeah, there's mm-hmm. ones that are like, you know, just entertaining. Yeah. I think some people listen to podcasts uh, for technical, you know, maybe mm-hmm. they need to learn something for a job. Maybe that necessarily something that they're super excited about, but it's a nice, convenient way to do it. Um, but I think, I think if we go back to the creation yeah. and the development side of it, the, the thing that, that I think you've provided so valuable is the mentoring, yes. the expert production of it. But trust me, people, if you've everything about a podcast, the back office of it is a P-I-T-A. This is a family show. <laughs> um, so if you don't know what that means, reach out to me. <laughs> um, it really is. It really is. And, it and it's not why I wanted to have a podcast was sit there and look at, you know, cutting audio and blah, blah, blah. What, um, and, and believe me, if you don't know the names that I quoted in the bio, uh, Rob Greeley and, and um, I was I always say his last name wrong. It's Mike, Mike Barami. Barami. Yes. These guys, I mean, these are heavyweight guys. I was at a conference where Rob Greeley spoke, a podcasting conference. And I mean, he got like a standing ovation. I'm like, who is this guy? Like, I had heard of his name, but I didn't know. I didn't know it was him <laughs> walking up to speak. Yeah. I mean, there's, I mean, podcasting hasn't been around that long, mm-hmm. but there have been a, a number of people who've really taken it into the mainstream. That's right. Um, what do you think? I mean, let's 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 flip this completely. Up. Why podcasting? Okay. 
We got people on the fence. Is this the yeah. right thing for me? I'm already on Instagram and WhatsApp and TikTok and Facebook and YouTube, kind of, you know, no one was watching my videos. Why should I add podcasting to my menu of ways I'm going to disseminate information about what I do? And I know we've already talked about a little bit. Yeah. You kind of package it all together. Well, here's a great way to answer that. Podcasting has been around for about eh, 20 years, mm -hmm. give or take, right? Rob was one of the originators in podcasting, right? So he's kind of laid that framework. What's happened is that <clears throat> it's ebbed and flowed over the years. It got a big boost about six years ago, right? Then it kind of leveled off again. And then we started moving into this thing that none of us ever saw coming, which was the whole pandemic and the, the thing that turned our lives upside down, took people out of the physical workplace, put them behind, <clears throat> excuse me, a desk in their home mm -hmm. and made them start the wheels start turning and saying, okay, huh, maybe I want to run my own business. Maybe I like this working from home shtick. Maybe I can make some money by, you know, getting learn learning some of the various marketing vehicles and figuring out how to deploy them, right? So when the pandemic hit and when people start getting this, these thought processes going over the next few months, the trajectory of podcasting <clears throat> was pretty remarkable. Pretty remarkable. Remar in terms of growth, expansion. Yes, in, yes, absolutely. Like a roller coaster, but only going up. <laughs> Right. And then the social, the, the largest platforms, social platforms in the world started seeing eyeballs moving and ears moving, right? They started adopting it themselves. That's right. And so, you know, when they're competing against iHeart and Pandora and Spotify and the like, right? Apple, Apple Music. They want to bring them back. And so all of these major social platforms are now dropping in listening platforms, right? Can't beat them, join them. That's right. So if you do not care that you are not reaching that audience, then podcasting is not for you. Mm. But if you want to have the best uh, opportunity to leverage your voice and leverage your brand, then by all means, you need to look seriously at podcasting and craft what this is going to look like and feel like. Mm. I had, <clears throat> let me give you a great example. I had a gentleman call me just yesterday. He is a very successful mortgage broker, very successful. And he deals with realtors all across the country. And he was asking me, he was going to provide, do a podcast, thought he was asking my opinion on it, about the best tips and tricks that homeowners or prospective homeowners needed to know to step into that process. And I said, how about if we look at it from a story perspective? Mm -hmm. Every one of these realtors that you're working with, they're working with teardowns. They're working with multi-million dollar homes. They've got customers at all financial stages of their life. If you don't think they got stories in them, 
it could be very, very interesting show incorporating that. And he goes, it was like a light bulb moment. Hmm. He goes, I am completely changing what I had in mind. So instead of him kind of uh, expostulating about what he thought was important, you kind yes. of flip the script and you say, hey, you can almost do it like a guest thing. That's hey, let exactly. me bring in family A and here's their story. Yep. And if you're like family A and here's family B and here's it, see that it's a brilliant, brilliant advice there, Rena. Thank you. Um, Thank you. But, but because you know why? Well, first of all, it's good information, but it's relatable. <clears throat> and then people can say, that's what I need. That's my yes. situation. Things yes. like that. Correct. And so, sometimes every once yeah. in a while, and I've probably been guilty of this occasionally. I try not to be, but sometimes when you're uh, an expert in a topic, mm-hmm. it's hard to bring that down to the level of people that are novices. Yes. It can be challenging because you're used yes. to thinking up here. I'm yes. holding my hand above my head in yep. case anybody can't see me. But you got to explain <laughs> it to somebody who really doesn't even have the foundational basis yeah. sometimes. Now, I've been in right. education almost as long as you've been in your career. <laughs> so I, I pretty much have to do this all day. Yeah. So I'm sensitive to it. And even then, I find myself every while I catch myself, well, wait a minute, maybe I need to explain that in a, in a different way, or I need to bring that along. And that that's, I think, um, something I learned, maybe just learned organically as I was podcasting. People don't yeah. really want to hear me. Well, maybe they do. But I think generally <laughs> people would rather hear me tell about success stories or tell about yeah. experiences people have. Maybe they had challenges mm-hmm. because we can solve it mm-hmm. through the process as opposed to being kind of like a lecture. It's really not the right word I was thinking about, but it's it's good. They, um, they feel like they're stepping in up. I like to tell clients, think of it like a fireside chat mm-hmm. or somebody pulling a chair up to your desk and putting their feet up on your desk. And and what do I do next? Digging in. Yeah. It's mm. pe- people want to tap into those stories that create an mm. emotive feeling in them. In the podcast world, what I'm going to do now is call the station break. <laughs> Rena McGill, thank you for being the guest on the Make the Great Podcast. Make the Great Podcast is about giving you actions to accelerate you on your journey to success. Here we're getting right down to the core. You want to accelerate your journey to success through podcasting. I got the best person for you. Number one, numero uno. Got a great service, podcast easy. Hey, this is let's do this here. Guess who I had on my podcast recently? The godfather of the digital card, right? And guess who happens to have a digital card? My guest today, Rena. Yes, I do. If you want to get her card, you're going to do what? How would they get your card? Text what? Podcast EZ mm-hmm. to 21,000. Like Echo Zebra. Like a zebra. Easy. Well, that's the, uh, the, you know, when you go you call the airline, like, what's your code? Yeah. yeah what was that? See, Charlie? I'm like, yeah. I actually had a course in college where I had to learn that alpha code. I don't remember what it was, what course it was. We had like A's alpha, B's beta, Charlie, Delta, Echo, <laughs> Frank. Yeah, that, the cards are wonderful. They absolutely are wonderful. Let, let, let me let me kind of turn this in a little bit of a direction, and we're going to kind of wrap up soon. Um, you what, what's your favorite? Do, do you podcast yourself? You have your own podcast? I do not. Are you like I work about 60 to 65 hours a week, so I, I just so you're, don't. You're supposed to be toning down. You're not supposed to be accelerating your work. <laughs> Would you, if you had a podcast, what would it be about? Can we project that? We project into that. 
business sure. development? Would you go that direction or would you do something more hobby-ish? I, I think it would be about mindset. Mindset. And, which and is, how which changing is great. your mindset can change your life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's one of the things that we, I actually talk about. If you look at our Facebook group for Podcast Easy every uh-huh. Friday, plug that, usually, plug that, plug that officially. How would people find that? Is that they public? just go to? They just yes, it is, okay. and they just search for Podcast Easy on That's Facebook. Easy Echo Zebra. Correct on Facebook, <laughs> and then you can join the group. Okay. And we try to reflect something about changing your mindset, changing your mind every Friday. Huh. I, you know, I came at this from personal experience, right? Every day, Monday through fr- Monday through Thursday, I'm up at 4 a.m. I've been programmed for years to end my day at 6 p.m. or later. So now that I'm getting up earlier, I can't seem to turn off that quit at only, 6. It's only a 14-hour day. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> so by the time I get to Thursday night, I'm tired. My my cups a little. I'd be exhausted by Monday afternoon. It's it's a lot schedule. It's a lot, and so I I tap into mindset coaching on Friday mornings, which is Mm -hmm. remarkable, and it is a game changer because what it does is it teaches you how to emotionally, spiritually, reconnect yourself and recharge, so that. When you hit the ground on Monday, you're ready to rock and roll. And so you will see a lot of that through Podcast Easy because we want to help people create success, so break here, through the barriers. Here's the beauty of what you're doing. You're giving everybody all the physical tools, but you're also giving them the mental tools because it, it yes. it's, a, it's a long game. It is I mean, a long you game. You podcast three, four years. You're planning episodes. You're re- maybe even rehearsing them. As you have guests, guests is a whole nother genre. Yes. You got to prep for your guests. Sometimes I have to read guest books. Sometimes Mm -hmm. I delve into their intimate greatest (laughs) secrets I can find on the web. That's not really true, but people do. Yeah. Um, Because it's human interest stuff. If you're going to interview someone, you're going to have a conversation with somebody you want to know, you want to come from a position of their knowledge. Yes. Do you have a favorite podcast? Whether it's one you produce or otherwise, one you want, just something you like, you like to listen to? Besides the Make the Great podcast. Oh, gosh, there are so many. I love to listen to Brené Brown, right, mm-hmm. as an example. What, what, uh, which is, for those who don't know, topically. Yeah, well, she's a mindset coach. Okay, mine. so you're, you're big yeah. into mindset. I, okay. I Well, I am, and it has nothing to do with other than it helps what you, 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 what found you value think you it. become. Yeah, okay. What you think you become. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so I think think that kind of falls into my one of my favorite categories I listen to that a lot I listen to Tony Robbins interestingly enough I just I I I I walk and I run to Tony Robbins I mean he, he could be considered a mindset person too maybe more self-development I think that's yep. mindset's kind of like the new term for what in the 90s we used to call self-development it is and I think that's 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 truly where I lie you know in last question for you Rena. Yes, sir. Uh, flash forward however long you want, two, three, five, ten years. Where do you see podcasting? Where do you oh, see I, it? I think it will take over social media. Mm. I do. A bold let me tell prediction. You, I do. Okay. Uh, let me tell you why. Please. We live in a society where we're all ADD, right? We got everything <laughs> coming at us. Sound bites, sound bites society. It, it certainly is. And 
we, you know, I have clients who ask about, do, should I do audio or audio video packages? Well, that's sort of a, based on what your content is and, you know, if you're comfortable in front of the camera, right? But the reality is people are listening to podcasts in, in behind the scenes while they work at their desk. They put ear, earbuds in their... But people do it all the time at the gym, I guess. They're always listening to a podcast, working in the yard, driving to a meeting. Mm -hmm. The great thing about podcasts that is different than radio is it's evergreen. When you are not listening to a live broadcast, but you are listening to a, a, a show that is sitting on a listening platform, and we go to like 38 plus listening platforms, that content is evergreen. And so you can pause it, go into the grocery store, take care of what you need to do, jump back in your car, and you can resume listening to the show. Mm -hmm. You can also go into the list of episodes and pick and choose the ones that you well, want to listen to. When you find one you like, right? exactly. One so. of the reasons I keep my podcast comparatively short is because I have a lot of parents listen to it mm -hmm. and they're, they're doing it while they're running errands. They're dropping their yes. kid off at karate. Yes. Then they're rushing over to the supermarket yes. to buy food for dinner or whatever. Then they got to run back, get the other kid at art lessons and get back to karate in time. Right. Fortunately, I'm a little beyond that. My kid's a little bit older, but I've been there. <laughs> I've been yeah. there, folks. I get it. So I agree with you. I think podcasts yeah. are not going backwards in terms of yeah. acceptance. Well, not that they're not accepted. In terms of volume, number of people participating, business applications, personal applications, skill set applications. There's a whole genre just of, in, they call them internal podcasts. Yep. The companies have their own podcasts to train employees. Mm -hmm. I've got, you know, I can talk about that offline, but I've been, I've been involved in helping people develop content for that. It's, it's just like a whole thing you don't even think about. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think eventually you're going to have a podcast. You got too much to say to be sitting on the sideline. And I, if you need it, I can refer you to a really good company. They'll help you set it up and get can it. Can you now? I think they might even give you a good deal. Maybe not. I don't know. But I'll, well, I'll maybe a good word for you, Rena. Maybe you've got a point there. I keep people keep telling me to write a book. The so point is, you have a lot to podcast. say. It, it isn't yeah. that you can't do it or not. You, oh, no, you have so much valuable information. Mm -hmm. that, that the world deserves to hear it. And I'm not saying that to be, uh, thank you, you know, to just, I mean, just give you an idle compliment. It, it is. I mean, you've got a lot of business experience yeah. on, in a couple different verticals. You work mm -hmm. with people all day. So mm -hmm. you get what motivates them, yes. which is super important. And that's something you and I share that way. I, I, I work with people all the time. And I think the third thing is you've got the technical skill mm -hmm. to, to do this. You, you could, you could, Believe me, you'd be fine podcasting. Trust me. I, I think it'd be a little more fun than writing a book, honestly, for me. For you, well, <laughs> actually, for most people. Listen, in my world, I started podcasting to bring my blogs to life. I love to write. Right. I wrote a book. You know, people listen to podcasts know about that. I'm not going to rehash yep. it. And I did a lot of blogging for years. I've yeah. been blogging since, I don't know, probably 10, 12 years. I had hundreds sure. and hundreds of blogs. And, but, but reading is like, I didn't say reading is passe. That's a horrible thing to say as an educator. But most people would rather listen to something than read On the it. go. And here's the thing. You can't read while you're driving. That's you can right. listen to a podcast. Mm -hmm. So I started podcasting initially. Mm -hmm. My motivation was to bring my blogs to life. And my first 10, 20 podcasts were kind of sort of me animating blogs that mm -hmm. I had done. And you can mm -hmm. you know, put some emotion into them and emphasize things. Sure. Sort of sidebar opine about <laughs> things and so on and so on. Is there well, anything we didn't get to that you want to talk about? I just want to say Please. that through 
your voice mm-hmm. through the power of podcasting, people feel like they know you. They start to relate to you. They start to uh, feel connected to you. It's it's kind of the, I hate to use this as, as an analogy, but it's sort of the celebrity factor. People think they know celebrities because they keep, they see images in various forms or shapes. I know that them. guy. I, I've heard his podcast. Yeah. Oh my God. You know. and that happens to me all the time in the supermarket. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to, I'm trying to buy some lettuce here. You know, can you give me a minute? <laughs> But it, it, it's the power of relationship marketing. Yeah, yeah. It really is. That's where I think podcasting is. You cannot, I said this a long time ago, you cannot overconnect with people. You can be annoying to just get in people's face, but you cannot overconnect with people. It's, it's impossible. You are on the money with that. Rena McGill, how do people get hold of you? Podcast EZ to 2100. 21,000. 21,000, Do you have a website you want to plug? Absolutely do. It's podcasteasy.com. That's a good one. Good one. Um, you got any specials or anything you're running? Anything you want to plug? You doing like a workshop or world tour? I don't know. What do you got going? <laughs> well, I'll tell you what we're going to be uh, launching here shortly, our webinars for our clients. Oh, there you go. So okay. that once a month, you can tap into all of the, the knowledge base that our team brings to the plate. Do you know what people out there are asking? They're what saying, are they asking, is, Stephen? Is Steve Green the success doctor, a client of a podcast EZ? Because mm. I could, I, I mean, seriously, you would definitely help me with what I'm doing. We got to talk about it. We have, had a, we have had a cursory conversation about that. Yes. Just in, in transparency to my audience. Hey, listen, I really appreciate coming on. You want to hang around for three more minutes and do my favorite game. And maybe you can incorporate this into podcast EZ. I'd be happy to the the fave five fave five. I do this with (laughs) almost all my guests. Some say, no, I'm done. I had enough of you, but you've been a lot of fun. And more importantly, a lot of really tremendous value. I'm going to say something. I'm going to give you like a category. You tell me what your favorite thing is in it. Okay. Oh, so I have an easy one. Don't worry. This is easy. This is relax, (laughs) breathe, clear it out. Positive (gasps) mindset. Okay. Okay. First one was easy. First one's easy. Color. What's your favorite color? Uh, purple. Purple, the royal purple. Yes, it's our branding color. I see that. If you can't see it, he's got a purple and green uh, logo. That's their colors. Yes. Number two, food or dessert, and you can do two if you want. Favorite food or dessert? Eggs Benedict. Eggs Benedict. I, nobody's ever said that. I guarantee. No. You. No, I know nobody's. I would give me that hollandaise. That. Yeah. You like the I'm hollandaise? A, I'm a great cook, so. There you go. Oh. Well, next time I'm in Colorado or Arizona, I always forget where you live. Colorado, right? I'm in Washington State, actually. Washington State. OMG. My memory's <laughs> like a sieve. Next time I'm out in Spokane, <laughs> wherever you live, I'll, I'll, I'll stop by for some eggs. Benedict. Hilarious. <laughs> um, what's your favorite place that you have vacationed? Hawaii. I know it's colloquial, but it is serenity, pure serenity. It is nice. Weather's awesome. Scenery is awesome. It is. You got anything special you did there you want to share? I mean, yeah, uh, you probably didn't go there and just lay on a beach. We do a lot of beach. Uh, we helicopter tours. Dang. The one around Love now where the you like, see the lava tours. flows and stuff. 
you do every you you take a little pause every once in a while when you hear about one going down but yeah, yeah, there is nothing they usually cra- when they crash they usually crash in the ocean yeah. <laughs> i mean people usually survive there's nothing like that experience <laughs> for anyone who has i've, I've done that and it, it's a it's like a combination of like i'm 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 afraid of heights so it's a combination of like this incredible adrenaline rush of just sheer fear sort of balanced off by the most incredible scene you ever saw in your life exactly it is fantastic that Hands way down. and i'm just trying to focus on that talk about mindset I'm like, I'm yeah afraid. right if i say i'm not afraid fourteen thousand <laughs> times i might stop being afraid and then it landed <laughs> um you know what we did which you can't do anymore if we we biked down haleakala if you're on maui oh yeah that was a v- super yes. super cool experience you go you go up there at like 4 a.m you see the sunrise over this volcano crater which yes. is like religious experience then you yes. bike down like 28 miles to the ocean. <laughs> and seriously, it's it's unbelievable experience. But people were going too fast and riding off the road and they just had to stop doing it. Yeah, you can't do that. What kind of music you like? Oh my gosh. I had this conversation with my partner yesterday. Oh. Uh, my my genres cover a broad range. I like some uh, very um, current country. I'm not an old country kind of girl. Country, I, love, okay. I love modern country modern country i love me some faith hill like, like taylor swift that's not even really country. tim mcgraw taylor tim swift McGraw. Faith hill. So you're, you're not like uh like uh what the heck the news is out what the heck is willie nelson out? willie no. nelson that's not your thing no no <laughs> and then i love the classics i mean it dates me but classic rock and roll you know who doesn't love that that's the most common answer I get because most of my guests are from that kind of seventies generation. <laughs> I'm the same way. I mean, yeah, I'm not. I'm not saying I'm any different. <laughs> Hank Williams was who I was thinking about. Oh, there Hank you Williams, go. Hank Williams. That's like <laughs> old school, original <laughs> country. That's country. That was when that's, it was country and western. That's country. That was before it was even countries. <laughs> you got anything on your bucket list? You want to put something out there? Bucket list. Um, you know, it's. Really, a dumb sound might sound dumb, dumb but I would love. You, it's not dumb. It, you know, it's not exotic, but it's wonderful. I would love to go hang out in the bayou, really? and you know, I, I've always been fascinated. And do what? Like, like catch just catfish or something? Paddle, or? just paddle. Oh, just like you know, canoe it's, around it's, or something. It, yeah, it's very serene. And then I want to hang out in Boston for a week and eat everything lobster that I can get my hands on. For a week. All right, let me, let me just tell you one thing. <laughs> in Boston, there's no such thing as a lobster. It's lobster. 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 You go somewhere and say, I want a lobster. Like, what? what? Who are say you? what? Lobster. <laughs> say, say it lobster. once. Lobster. 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 There you go. I'm probably completely butchering. I'm, 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 not, from, I'm not from New England. Lobster. Let's yeah, it's like lobster. I've, I've traveled around the world. I've had some amazing experiences but mm-hmm. interestingly enough i just haven't tapped into our own that happens with a lot of people because there's this sort of romance about going to europe i mean i spent a couple yeah. summers in europe when i was in college and in grad yeah. school because that was like kind of the next frontier like i can always go to boston yeah or whatever yeah. and yeah. i've been there I, you know, i'm on the east coast so that's a little not you know not a major major reach sure. which is now it's a cool city yeah well it's boston get some beans get some get lobster <laughs> Beer, beer, it's not beer, beer, like yeah. a beard almost, like beer. Yeah. Hey, here's the last one for you. It's not a yeah. trick question. <laughs> okay. What's your favorite podcast? Oh, let's see. Stephen Green. 
There you go. The Macy Ray podcast. <laughs> Ching. Wahoo! The podcast EZ master herself, the princess <laughs> of podcasting. There you go. I got a good name. Ooh, the princess of podcasting. I like it. I knew I'd think of something before the show was over. Yeah. Hey, everybody. Steve Green, the Macy Ray podcast. Rena McGill, thank you 15 times. Not only great wisdom about podcasting. What about business, about life? And your attitude is just so fantastic. I, I really enjoy it. Thank positive. You. It's one thing to just be positive, yeah. but it's like positive with a purpose. It's like another level. You know, well, I, I love just, that. Positive with a purpose. Yeah, you, you can quote me on that. Positive. I can't. I actually, I actually was going to call this podcast that, Positive with a Purpose. Really? Said, yes, I was, seriously. And the people who at the time were sort of mentoring on podcasting, who are more like podcasters that just told you about it, said, no, 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 you got to brand yourself, name it after your business. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Interesting. So, and, and it, yeah, after a while, it, there's one thing, and you know this, once you establish your brand, it's very hard to change. That's true. That's so true. I, you know, once, you know, uh, you know, at some point later, like, that's a really cool name. Maybe I'll write a book named it, but I love whatever. It. I love it. I, you know, as I listened to your various shows, mm-hmm. I got to tell mm-hmm. you, it feels like I'm stepping into your living room. I appreciate that. Yeah. I like to feel people feel relaxed. Yeah. It's just like pull up a chair. The one thing I'm going to tell people, and this may, you know, I mean, me and I, Rena, I met Rena through a networking group. And uh, now we, we got, we can, I got bragging rights, man. <laughs> Rena was on my show. <laughs> so was Gabe, but we're going to ignore Gabe. You're right. But, uh, <laughs> but, um, no, really, I'm really glad you took some time. Anna, you came out, Appreciate and, it. you know, we made this happen, but more importantly, the reason this podcast exists folks is to give you actionable things, mindset, things, physical things that you can use to accelerate your journey to success. That is the raison d'etre of the make the great podcast. I'm Steve green, your host, the success doctor. One last time, Rena, how do they get your digital card? Text what to what text podcast easy to 21,000. Or check out our website at www.podcasteasy.com. And for me, text success doc, D-O-C, to 321-421-5213. 321-421-5213. Hey, we will see you next time. If I had some country music, then I'd start out here. Hang on, hang on a second. Let me see if I can whip out a country song here. Oh, look at that. All my exes live in Texas. That's a, that's a country song, isn't it? Yes. Somebody it, it. it might be in the Hank Williams. Realm. Oh, you don't like Willie Nelson, right? <laughs> oh, we go. I remember blue eyes crying in the rain. Nice. You know who sang that? Nice. Oh, we kissed goodbye and parted. Never meet again. Love is like a dying ember, but only memories remain. Through the ages, I remember blue eyes crying. Wow, now that's how you close a show. <laughs> you go wow i know that wasn't like modern country but that's the best i can do for an old guy that thanks again 
Thanks again. Thank and uh, you so much. if you have questions for Rena, please reach out. We'll see you next time on the Make the Grade podcast. You've been listening to Make the Grade with the success doctor, Stephen Green. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe. For more resources and support, please visit makethegrade.net.